Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. So, my next uh, subject matter is going to be an interesting one because it's about what makes Wexford great. And I've got four guests here. They're all going to talk to me about their version of Wexford. Uh, Eamon Crean, he's the owner of Green Hills Fruit Farm uh, up there uh, close to Enniscorthy, I believe. Davistown, is that right? That's right. Yeah, yeah we've got Siobhan Deverell, who's the co-founder of Scoop. And um, we've also got Lorraine Waters at uh, the Hook Lighthouse General Manager Lorraine, you're very welcome. We know you Bobby. of old. And James O'Connor, our host here uh, from Greenacres, is also going to have a few words with us. So we might start with you, Eamon. Uh, tell us firstly about your business and maybe a little bit about what makes Wexford such a great place. Yes, okay. Two easy <laughs> questions for you. <laughs> yeah, I suppose um, yeah, we're part of um, growing strawberries, raspberries and blackberries in Wexford. And Wexford's renowned for the last... 60 to 70 years for growing strawberries. Back when it started, first you had chivers and there was 400 growers at the time. There's probably 10 or 15 now at the moment. So the Chivers Jam Factory, where was that? Was that I was based in Enniscorthy. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Right. And every kid wasn't safe. Wow. <laughs> Everybody, I think, were history to Exeter. Well, was I drafted in big stories. And am I right in saying, am I right in saying, Eamon, that your, your business model originally was you know, and it's, it is famous with, with Wexford, where you drive by on the road and somebody's on the road selling strawberries. Yeah, yeah, that's a huge part of Wexford heritage. And, you know, we've been out for 30, this coming year is 33 years, so we still do it. And how many people would you have out on the road and where do you locate them? Or yeah. How does that work? Yeah, we've six stands in Wexford and most of the farms that are producing fruit in Wexford still have a stand selling fruit direct to the public. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah, people come to Exford, they like to buy the fresh fruit, pull in, get the experience. Tell me about this season, the strawberry season. It's relatively short. When does it, when does it start and when does it end? Yeah, yeah and, and most of the fruit, uh, Irish fruit, is a six-month season, but some of the farms now have gone up to eight months. Right. So it's... Well, that's longer than I thought. Yeah, thought. if you're getting up every morning, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it tends to be long. <laughs> All right. Stay with us. Uh, my next guest is Lorraine Waters. From She's the general manager out in Hook Lighthouse, a wonderful, wonderful uh, old uh, lighthouse that's been there for more than many of us. Even, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely generations. And I, I, I worked with you a bit uh, on the great lighthouse, yeah. lighthouses of Ireland, Lorraine, so I know you well, but... Tell us about uh, the lighthouse and the visitor attraction that it is and has become. Okay, so Hook itself is over 800 years old, and I mean, that's our strength. It's sustainability, it's, it's presence, and that's, that's what we, we portray to our customer. Um, the visitor centre opened up in 2000. The company Hook Heritage that runs Hook opened up in the mid-90s. Um, in the last 10 years, we've doubled our numbers. And I suppose what we have gone for is we're all local people working in a local place and we know who we are and we know what we have. We are consistent. Um, I only had a conversation with a gentleman yesterday and he stopped me and I looked a bit businessy. I had a board meeting. So instead of the hoodie, I had the jacket on and the whole lot. And he was like, yes, you're doing a great job. I was here, you know, during the COVID and you had to change things. And I'm here now. 
and you keep those doors open and you keep those smiles in your faces. And that's incredible, guys, and that's, that's what we do. Yes, we're here to make a few pounds. We're here to keep people in work. This summer, we had over 35 staff on our books. Yeah. I mean, that is absolutely incredible to be able to get a job for local, you know, local children. We've got four uh, between TY, LCA and um, uh, uh, different schools coming in at the moment. And they're all asking me, like, you know, would there be a job in the summertime for me? You know, yeah. would there be something there? And that's what we are, guys. That's what we do. And we do it really, really well. We don't make it complicated. We do tours of our 800-year-old lighthouse. We have our on-site cafe. We have outdoor dining. We have art classes. 80% of our site is free to visit. No parking, free Wi-Fi, free bathrooms, free play area. Bring a picnic. Isn't that great? Where else would you get it? That's a good ambassador for a local attraction that is Hook Line as well said, Lorraine. And also, isn't it really, really important as well, like as the future of, I suppose, navigation and safety at sea changes, that probably the future of our lighthouses probably rests in a tourism asset. Uh, and I know the navigation will always be important, yeah. but they really are. They're located in fantastic yeah. beauty spots yeah. that will never, ever be, you know, they, they, anything but beautiful. They do. And they also deserve the recognition of the hard work that they've done. So you don't put them out to pasture. Mm. You use them. You, you know, they're purpose-built, wonderful buildings. They all tell a story. I mean, there's not a week goes by in our own place that somebody doesn't come in to tell us that their granddad, their great-granddad or their uncle lived or worked at Hook. Yeah. So let us use them. It's not what we want, the wide open space to drive down the breath of fresh air and the story. And that's exactly what those lighthouses do. And I mean, some of them, like ours, is still working at night. So when you're all tucked up in your beds and we're gone home, she's working away doing her job. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. Um, our next guest, and thank you, Lorraine, our next guest is Siobhan Devereaux. Uh, she's the co-founder of Scoop. Uh, Siobhan, you're very welcome to the programme. So Tell us about Scoop. Um, we're interested to hear about the business. We are a gelato and sorbet wholesaler in Wexford. We're based just outside Wexford Town. Uh, we're established since 2014. Okay. We're a family-run um, business with uh, my husband, Willie, and my son, Will. We have two other members of our family on our crew in our production area, and we have some other staff. So we supply round Ireland gelato and wholesale, and sorry, and sorbets to hotels and restaurants. Okay. Very interesting business. Tell us a little bit about, you know, if we've got ice cream, we've got gelato, we've got sorbets. Do you find that you're having to maybe educate customers in terms of who wants what? Or is there, is there an awareness around you know, what the product is, for Most instance. certainly there is now, yeah. more than there would have been. Everyone goes on holidays and everyone, you know, has gelato away or ice cream here or yeah. whatever. You know, the difference in it has been for us because we have the best sourced product in our area from Eamon's Strawberries. Are you using Eamon's we Strawberries? Are. Yeah. There and, a big smile on his face there. You know, we have, you know, Wexford Dairy, we have Cologne Yogurt, we have our Blackhurns, Raspberries, apples in Ballycross. We use what we can here, but you have to make the best to supply the best, to give the best service. 
you've to, your, your yeah. main product has to be the best. Um, I write in saying that you're also expanding into retail uh, with the 500 mil tubs. We are. We're Tell us about that. Well, we're launching, we were very lucky enough to win a few awards this year across. Uh, we won uh, the Golden Fork in the UK for right. Ireland. So we were delighted with a natural yogurt. We won that. And how powerful are those awards when it comes to actually selling products? Do they really help your credibility when it goes to when you go to a likes of a of a of a of a multinational retailer, you know, with that award in your back pocket? Does it strengthen your hand? I hope so. Of, yeah, well, I would have thought <laughs> I, I it hope does. So. Uh, with the 500 mil, that might help us break into the UK, yeah. which we, we would be very interested in doing, but. We're going to launch um, them with some of the award-winning flavors that we had this year, quite possibly after Christmas into, into mid-March. We will kick off with that. We have some at the moment, locally supplied up in Super Value uh, with the Pettit family. And um, Great. We, will, we will do, you know, launch it up see how it goes, but you hope the awards help. Yeah. They, ca they, well, I'm sure they, they can't do. be a hint. I'm sure they do. I know. Now, I'd like to talk to our host uh, here today in Green Acres. He's James O'Connor. James, you're very welcome to the programme. Morning, Bobby. You're how welcome. are you? You're welcome. Now, this is a wonderful business that you have here, James. I'll, I'll let you describe it to our listeners because you'll do it so much more eloquently than I will. So tell us what we have here. So we've, um, <clears throat> we've, we've a fine food shop. We've a restaurant, um, we've, we've art galleries, and uh, we're a kind of a destination um, um, shop um, business for people to visit when they come to Wexford. Yeah. Uh, it's not normal retail, um, and I think talking to your other guests, Eamon and um, um, the Devereux family, we use scoop ice cream here, and we're not all ganging up together, but we support each other. Wexford is a fantastic town for, for people to come to visit because they get uh, familiar with people that they've met for many, many years, whether it's other businesses that we've talked about this morning, whether it's Pettit's or Kelly's Hotel or whatever. I mean, we've been retailing in Wexford since 1860. Yeah. So my son, Patrick, who you referenced earlier, um, Patrick is... He's either sixth or seventh generation, and, and, and it's, it's, it's family. We stick together um, in Wexford. And, um, Am I right in saying, James, that there's a legal history to the family as well, that you were also uh, solicitors and barristers and whatnot, and, and that, that is still yeah, evident but, but, in, the, but, but, but in the personality of the business? Well, my sister Catherine carries on the legal tradition, but when you came to this premises years and years ago, you left money for legal advice, but you didn't carry a bag of wine or a bag of provisions with you. Yeah. So um, we, we, we give you something coming out the door, so we do, when you come to Green Acres now. What also I love about Green Acres is the fact that there's so many different I suppose experiences on offer under the one roof. You talk about the, the wonderful art that surrounds us here, uh, the wine, the restaurant and the retail. The challenge of making them all work together, is that challenging or, or do they each feed off one another? They, they feed off each other because um, people who like fine art, they like uh, they, generally, they like good food, they like wine, they like music. We've got the wonderful Wexford Festival Opera in Wexford. And really, Greenacres is like a railway train station during, during the festival. People just come in here to meet people, catch up with people. And it's, it's a des destination rather than just a retail premises. Tell us about the Wexford Opera Festival. Um, again, it's been going for many years, like everything. It was... Uh, stalled for a couple of years because of the pandemic. But is that the 
is that the the mecca of festivals here in Wexford Town? Is that the biggest? It's 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 hugely important um, to us. We've had seventy two festivals. Um, um, it, it whilst whilst the pandemic, the worldwide pandemic, uh, stopped things in its tracks. The the first year of the pandemic, Wexford had a festival online. The second year, it was kind of a fifty fifty festival. Uh, we had an elderly lady here this year. Um, Malak O'Connor is her name. She's one hundred years of age. She came into Greenacres. She made her way to the National Opera House in Wexford on her own steam, uh, on her own feet. She has been at seventy. Wexford Festival operas over the years. Isn't that it's amazing? Just, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. The festival, I'm sure Bill Kelly will, 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 will tell you the same thing. Um, Liam Griffin would tell you the same thing. Wexford Festival brings people to Wexford from far and near. So, the, so Okay, well, we're going to be talking to both those gentlemen that you referenced to uh, very shortly. Um, so we, we've heard from our panel here, and I think uh, a very, very dedicated and well-represented panel uh, that absolutely tell us that Wexford uh, is great and why it's great. So I thanks to my guests, Eamon Crean, the owner of Green Hills Fruit Farm, uh, Siobhan Devereaux, the co-founder of Scoop, uh, Lorraine Waters, the Hook Lighthouse General Manager, and indeed our host here this morning, James O'Connor from Green Acres. Thank you all so much. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.